0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Talk podcast, you're here with your host Ryan and today we've got a really great guest and I'm keen to ask a lot of questions about and have a conversation with, I want to welcome rakaya Lee from Coastal Soul Kinesiology.
1: Hey, 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 nice to meet everyone and to be on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me here today. No, thank really you. I appreciate
0: it. Because you're the one who reached out to me like... um. Like asking about my podcast and stuff like that. And then I saw what you do for Coast of Soul kinesiology. Like I've heard of kinesiology but I've never actually did it before. Mm. And you offered me a a session and I was like by the oath. And um I think I might just start this pod off to talk about my maybe a bit about my experience. That'd be awesome of yourself and then we could probably get into um yeah, a bit more about you.
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. so before I did kinesiology, I didn't know I didn't know anything about it to be honest but I was like all right cool I'll I want to give it a go because I love doing things in the unknown zone and like especially you know if it's all self-help and personal development and you know if anything can help you I'm all for it so when I went there from before the appointment and then at the end of the appointment like I saw a big shift like when I was driving home I was singing That's awesome! <laughs> I was yes, like, I, was like, I feel happy but go then Ryan. and then like the next day like um yeah, I felt like emotional, but in a good way, because like it was um, things that were suppressed were coming up and I was able to deal with them a lot more easier. Like before, like things like emotions may arise and just get blocked. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just do something else to accommodate. Like I was actually able to feel them and things like that as well. So the beautiful thing that I found from having that session with you was the peace that I found in myself as well. A lot more acceptance as well. Awesome. Like for my <laughs> own self-love, body image and things like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was actually very grateful. I was like, I need to make this regular.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Can you explain in three words how you felt before the session and three words how you feel now when you think of those things that we worked on together?
0: Hmm. Before? I felt, I would say a little bit of, you know, I would say anxious slash excited. Yeah. Because essentially they're both the same feeling, but... It can be viewed in two different ways. I was definitely both of those because I was a bit anxious because I didn't know what it was, but yeah. I was excited because I was like, I want to know what this is all about and see what I can get from it. Yeah. Also before, I think that was really it. It was anxious and excited. Okay. Then after it was calm. That's so and awesome. And like um it wasn't just like it wasn't just a session as well. It was like it was connecting with you and also the way you facilitated as well. Like you're very open, you're very calm, you're yeah. very welcoming as well. So, like the whole space just felt safe to be in too.
1: That's cool. And like creating a story from like what you've been through to like how it's still affecting you. Yeah. And it was cool just to unpack that and get to the core cool issues. Yeah, that 100%. Because
0: you. you were saying stuff to me, you're asking me questions about things that happened in my life that I didn't even tell you as well.
1: Yeah. Mm. It's cool that way you can like create a story without you actually speaking.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought was great about it because like sometimes when you go to a therapist, you know, you can speak what you're struggling with, but the things you don't speak, you can't find out. Definitely. And then obviously, through what um, that session I had with you, the things that I didn't say in my subconscious, that I just wasn't thinking of, just came out anyway.
1: Yeah, I know it's <laughs> awesome. I love it.
0: Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate no, that. My pleasure. I, I wanted to chuck for the next session. Yeah, and I wanted to chuck that plug in straight away at the start because yeah, you're really good, good and great at what you do. Thank
1: you so much. I appreciate it.
0: No worries. So, so this is you now. Did you want to bring us back? A bit in the past to you know, maybe where you grew up. Yeah, of maybe some life challenges you've overcome and then we'll just ease back Righties. into the present.
1: So I've had four traumatic things that have happened in my life. Hmm. So I'm originally from Melbourne, which is awesome. I love it down there. So when I was about age 8 to 10, hmm. I was diagnosed with this thing called RPS. RPS stands for Regional Pain Syndrome. So certain areas of my body would shut down hmm. and i have to retrain those specific areas to move again. I kinda like to compare it to frostbite. So the frostbite, certain areas of your body die, they lose sensation, they change colors and things like that. Mm. That there is exactly what happened to my body. And there was one injury that I had, which was originally just an ankle injury. Mm. And it actually got more serious and the hurt that was there originally moved up towards my legs Mm. and my spine. So So, traveled. Yeah, so I ended up being in a wheelchair for half a year because I had to retrain the area to move again. Mm. How so old that were you, sorry? Eight to ten. Yeah. So between those few years, I was in and out of Royal Church Hospital because nobody really knew what was going on then. Mm. And then my mum decided to go take us to a naturopath because she's very alternative yeah, and I like that. So we went to a naturopath and she told us that we had to move to Queensland for the warm weather. Mm. So me, my sister, my mum, my dad, we all packed up and moved to Queensland. Mm. And I haven't had it since. Wow. then so it's been seven years and i haven't had it at all which is amazing mm. but i definitely think that a lot of my childhood was affected because i was always indoors i wasn't able to play with children things like that
0: was this even when you moved to queensland as well
1: no it's, it stopped it disappeared okay. yeah Absolutely. which is awesome yeah wow. so i had it for like about two two and a half years mm. and then it obviated like it never existed
0: yeah yeah and how does that like impact you now in terms of like mindset
1: I think now I just focus on keeping my body strong yeah. and healthy because if I do hurt something now, I have to be very cautious to make sure it's moving. Mm. Otherwise, my mind will create the story that it doesn't need to be used anymore, mm. even though it is healed and it is okay. Mm. So I think it's a lot of a mental thing that RS, like RPS is, yeah, which I've learned a lot about mm. throughout this whole journey.
0: Yeah, wow. Well, so when you moved to then Queensland, was it like a big transitional switch in terms of like you were in the wheelchair for half a year and diagnosed with RPS, then moving to another state, it's like you're not coping or struggling with this certain thing anymore. And then trying to adapt to a new lifestyle.
1: I think I was really more about like, like I've got through this, so let's make high school the best years of my life because I missed out so much of my primary school. Except, high like the first year of high school was amazing, but as soon as I got to year eight and year nine, yeah, I was getting bullied, hmm. so that did affect me a lot. And I don't think being in a wheelchair. Did impact that because yeah. I was open to trying new different things yeah. since I had been restricted. Mm. And then after I started getting bullied, yeah. I did get diagnosed with depression and anxiety and I had an eating disorder. Mm. And that definitely did take a big toll because I was struggling. Yeah. So I went and saw a psychologist and she was incredible. Mm. And she definitely helped me for a lot of things. Yeah. But just after I got diagnosed, another big thing happened where my dad had an affair. Mm. And I think that there is where everything hit rock bottom. The person that I loved, the person that was my hero had kind of just upped and left. Yeah, and I didn't understand why he would do that to me and my mom and to my family. Mm. And I guess I had a lot of hurtful feelings towards that situation. So I went and saw my psychologist again, but she she was helping. And I thank that because she is incredible. Yeah. But I could still feel this pain deep within. And I didn't really know why it was still affecting me. Like, mm. why can I get over this? Like there were coping strategies that I was using through psychology, but- I could still feel it. Yeah. So I went and saw a kinesiologist and he helped me shift so many things that I was feeling towards a situation, like all like feeling angry, all those unwanted feelings I had towards my dad mm. disappeared. Yeah. Well, wow. and it was incredible because so many things that were affecting me on a conscious, unconscious, and Un- yeah, yeah, subconsciously level <laughs> <laughs> was affecting me that I didn't know like that was affecting me. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then I decided to get into fitness because fitness was something that I would use for my outlet.
0: Yeah, I think I saw um, the post about you competed. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I love that, except a few more months before I competed, so everything was going great. I found my purpose, I was thriving, having the best life ever. Mm. But a few months before my competition, I got sexually assaulted. Mm. And it was crazy because everything that I had worked on had vanished so quickly. Mm. And I didn't understand why I ended up going back to where I was. So I went back and I saw my kinesiologist again and he helped me work through these issues. But it was amazing because so many of these issues that I was feeling, mm. it wasn't actually to do with the situation. It was to do with things that were still affecting me with my dad, with the bullying and not being able to live a ch- like live a, a great childhood. Mm. And it was awesome because through all these sessions that I had with my kinesiologist, we were able to get to the core of what was making me feel this way. Yeah, Like things to... Like not having men treat me the same, like the way that I want to be treated Mm. was definitely something that was huge, that was impacting me. You think it
0: made you more closed off as well? 100%.
1: Mm. And I don't really think like, yes, the sexual assault was terrible, but I needed to go through that to find out that there were so many other things that I still needed to fix on myself. Mm. So it was awesome.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Like when we have moments happen in our life, there's always like a layer of onions and like when you pull back the layers, you actually end up going back to the root of it which could then be the day back to the bullying or issues with your father and things like that. So when you were experiencing bullying back in school, what was the things that was helping you get through that at that time? I
1: think more of it was my mum. My mm. dad wasn't really there for me, which is something that I did struggle with. Yeah. But it's okay now, like I'm okay with that. And I think like my music, mm. drawing and being at the beach Yeah, nice. was my main things. Mm. And reading, I yeah. absolutely love reading. Yeah. And that's why I would use those things as an outlet, and I still use those now yeah. as an everyday because they make me feel great. Yeah, and that's yeah.
0: the thing with the tools and strategies that we use, like a daily practice, you know, like we have to stay consistent with it to get the consistent um, feelings that it gives us as well, like myself, like that breath work I showed you. If I do that in the morning, like my anxiety for the day, um, like the percentage of it actually arising is lower because straight away in the morning of calm my mind. So it's like little practice like this that I use to help me Sounds like you used that for yourself too. Um, yeah, when did Jim come in the picture? Because like, when you were training, was that like a few years in the process? I
1: started training when I was in about grade 10. Yeah. So then I was training for a long time. And then after I graduated high school, I decided that I wanted to do a bikini body competition mm. so I could have confidence in myself and be able to strut on a stage and be like the bad bitch that I was supposed to be. And I love that because I did that, yeah, and I came awesome. third and fifth, which wasn't even expected. That yeah, the fact sick. that I came and, like I placed in the podium was awesome. Yeah, but like my whole intention was just to go there and just to own me, hmm. because I lost my sense of myself and my purpose through everything that happened to me. Hmm. But through getting. I was able to find myself yeah, and I wanted to show that off to the world because I was so proud of what I accomplished.
0: Yeah, like he did it for you. Yeah. Yeah, did you compete again after that as well? No, I just did it one time. Yeah, nice. Well, good on you. That's sick. (laughs) It was
1: awesome. Definitely like a lot to learn from it.
0: Yeah. Like what lessons did you learn from that?
1: I think more of like, so because it was a goal of mine. Mm -hmm. I did it because I was able to achieve it. So if I worked something, you can achieve it as well as like sticking to something and not breaking something. Like my diet was super strict. Yeah. There were days like where I wanted to have something naughty, but I yeah. didn't, and I'm glad for that. Like I didn't mm. because I wanted this something that I really wanted for myself, Yeah. and I didn't let anything or anyone tell me otherwise.
0: Yeah, like you had the you had the discipline for it. Hundred percent. Yeah, well, that's that's amazing. You still train to this day? Not like anymore. Exercise? Yeah. I'm
1: actually doing more mindful activities because mm. I want to fall in love with myself in its natural state. Yeah. So I was able to train and have a really fit body, mm. but now I want to fall in love with. With my body now is it's going to keep changing as time goes on
0: yeah like also the internal as well which then would project the external because that's one thing i found like with myself um like when i overcome drug addiction and mental health issues i always quote unquote relied on the gym to maintain good mental health i always told myself if i don't go to the gym i'm going to be back to depression anxiety and stuck in the house and then once i started working on the internal and realised that I don't have to rely on this exercise and gym to be the only source to actually cope in life. Like my life got so much better because then when I got injured, I had so many other things that I could do that would actually keep me healthy. And gym was just like a bonus on top of that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And like with the body that I did have, it looked amazing, but it couldn't function. Hmm. And I want a body that can function. Yeah. So that's why I was like, we achieved that. Yeah. Let's go achieve something else, like starting my own business. Hmm. And that's what I did. Yeah, and then on to my next goal because I achieve one of my goals.
0: So from doing the kinesiology appointments, has that made you want to get into the field? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I remember when I was with my Darren, the kinesiologist, I was laying on the bed one day mm. and I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. I feel so good right now. I need to learn this holistic modality to show other people that it's okay to get help and to mm. show people that I've been through it. And if I've been through it, you can get through it. Yeah. And I want people to know that pain and ease – can coexist. exist yeah. And our pain, there is ease. Mm. If we push our pain to the side, it will come back and it will come back harsher. Yeah, But we need to go through these painful situations to learn things about ourselves, mm. to change things about ourselves as well or yeah. to learn lessons and ch- to change things around us.
0: That's it. Because it gets uncomfortable before it gets comfortable.
1: I think it's so important. I think because like going from my very first kinesiology session with my dad, I thought I worked everything but I actually hadn't. Mm. I'd only just on the surface of one layer. Yeah. So when that other big traumatic thing happened to me, I was able to get to the bottom of everything. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we do yeah. because suffering is optional yeah. and we don't have to suffer. Mm. And I want you guys to answer this question. Do you want to stay a victim or do you want to become a warrior? Yeah. I've chosen to be a warrior mm. and I am a warrior mm. and you guys can become a warrior too.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. It's 100% true <laughs> too because you've got to stay open-minded for things that you can do. Like for me, when I was speaking then about the gym being my only source – like, I always always think I can only do the gym. That's the only thing that's <laughs> going to keep me healthy mentally. And I was like, all right, I'll try doing some meditation. Now I try breath work. Now I try kinesiology. And it's like I'm finding all these things when I feel like I've reached the peak of this is going to help me. And then I find another layer of something else that's even better for me. And it's just like this thing that keeps on going yeah. and going. It's bloody Like, some-
1: so many things can help us, not just one thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
0: It's way better to have more tools than your tool belt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. So... um. When did the idea of – actually, I'll don't ask that next. I want to ask you. So when you first get kinesiology appointment, um, what was your three thoughts before and after?
1: Okay. So my three thoughts before it was like, what the hell is mom signed me up to? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this shit? And I remember I went then, I was like laying on the bed, like at peace. Mm. And like after it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I'm finally at peace. Mm. All those thoughts I had towards, those people towards myself, they're gone. Yeah. I can look back at the situations that I've gone through and know that I went through it for a reason. It has made me the person I am today. And I thank that. Yeah.
0: That's it. Eh? because everything that we have been through in life does condition us to who we are now. i And like, when you look back in the past, you can't regret what's happened because what's happened has happened. And no matter what, if you can control it, you can't, it's already happened. So you just got to focus on the now, be grateful for it and just keep focusing on them going forward. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So when did you have the idea of actually starting the business?
1: So I remember my very last session with Darren, the kinesiologist in Kalandra. Mm. I remember laying on the bed and I was like, I need to ask him how he's learned this because I need to learn this. So I asked him and he referred me to this place called NK Institute Mm. on the Sunshine Coast. So I sent them an email and I signed up and I started last year in April, actually, Yeah. just after my body, the day after my competition, I had my first lesson Yeah, and it was amazing.
0: Yeah, that's good. In the middle of COVID too, just be able to take that step and be like, fuck it, I'm going for it.
1: 100%. Yeah, And it was cool because like while we were learning these modalities and these procedures, we were practicing on each other. Mm. So I was bettering myself as well. So all my stress and trauma that I still hadn't worked on was getting worked on. So from where I was a year ago, the person i am now there's a huge difference yeah and that's awesome
0: yeah you see the growth within yourself 100 yeah yeah that's sick because when you were doing the um what's it called when you grab the hand and you the indicator the muscle indicator muscle yeah. yeah so um what was it like learning that as a skill
1: it was new and different yeah i think i struggled with it to start because i was like it was kind of like you have to trust your intuition mm. so what you get from someone doing a balance is what you get so you just go along with it yeah and Getting that, mat, like that muscle to activate was a little bit of a struggle, mm. but the time, the more I practiced, the more I got better at it. Like
0: repetition. 100%. Yeah. Could you tell us a bit more about it? Like yeah. what it is, what it does. Do
1: you want me to start with explaining what kinesiology is first?
0: Yeah. Start okay. off with down, then we'll work our okay. <laughs> way through. Because like
1: nobody knows yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So kinesiology is a stress management tool. Yeah. It utilizes Indian philosophy, Chinese medicine, Western and Eastern ways, acupoints, fight, fright, and freeze response, mm. and so many other... Or some other tools. I like to say that kinesiology is like psychology on steroids. Mm. So psychology is amazing. I'm not putting it down anyway. It's helped me in so many awesome ways. Mm. But with kinesiology, it allows you to get things more deeper and understand why it's actually affecting you. Mm. Because with psychology, it's awesome. You can voice things. Mm. But there are some things that you are unable to voice and it's still affecting you. So with kinesiology, it allows your body to do the speaking Mm. without you actually talking which yeah. is super-duper awesome because there's so many things that we can't voice because we're scared to. Yeah. All those things that are affecting us on a conscious or a subconscious level that we are unaware of. Mm. And kinesiology allows us to work with those things to figure out what is actually going on and why it's affecting you.
0: And I think that's why it's so powerful because with psychologists and therapists, like they can only help you with what you speak about. And then kinesiology, obviously, with subconsciously, we can struggle with things we don't even know about. Yeah, and when agree. When we go through the session through that and we actually realise and acknowledge it, that's how we can start putting the work in for it.
1: Definitely. And kinesiology is amazing because it's more like we can help you, we can be there, but you are the person that has to make the change. Mm. That's kind of like a lot of things that you do go to, but this one is very driven for yourself.
0: Yeah. Which it's, is awesome. It's like going to the gym and you go PT. He's going to give you all these programs, but you still got to exactly. put in the work. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So then that's kinesiology. So what is the um, – got a name again Indicator now. muscle? Indicator muscle, that's yeah. it, sorry. No, that's so, okay. Yeah, so could you tell us a bit more about the indicator muscle? Yeah, of
1: course. So the indicator muscle is a muscle that is found on our arm. So with kinesiology, we use this muscle to detect stress. Hmm. So there's a different types of stress. There's first stage, second stage, and third stage. Hmm. So what we do is we our finger, in a way, holds a certain area on your wrist. And we detect where the stress is and what stage is it at. So we can figure out what is causing it to be like that way. Mm. So then we can go through emotional charts. We can use different balancing things like chakras, oils, essence, so many awesome things and cards Mm -hmm. to get to the bottom of why you're actually feeling like this.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome. That is awesome because, yeah, there is so many different ways you can find out. Definitely. Because when you ask me, you tell me to close my eyes, like think of something good my hand stage, like, think of something bad, my hand just dropped. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's powerful.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Like, you don't even know that your, your hand or your body even does and that. And it
1: shows that, like, our body's showing so much stress. Mm-hmm. And in our arm is one area where it's easy to, de- to, de- to detect whether it's stress. Yeah. So that was awesome because we were able to do that.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's like when you look down, you've got your hand, like, clenched in the fist, you know, you're probably stressed in that moment.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. So. And
1: it's cool because, like, let's say you have a client that – Is really in a deep state Mm. you can actually self test on yourself for that client so you kind of just hook into their energy Mm. and get what you need from yourself but yourself is actually them
0: yeah exactly like just trying to get the best out of it for them yeah like when people ask me like because i was speaking to a few people about my um session that i did like how can you explain it i was like i was still trying to explain (laughs) it myself and i was like i felt like a internal psychology spiritual session. Like it was very, um, it was very for me. and I, I enjoyed it heaps.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yay, I'm so, want, so glad.
0: I've got some questions for you about kinesiology. And um, so you've explained it. So when did you exactly know when you wanted to be a kinesiologist? Was it back when you started going with your mother? I your think
1: dad? it was more halfway through the end of it. Because hmm. I was like, I was trying to, I was either between going, being a paramedic or being kinesiologist and they're completely yeah. different. And I kind of got put off the fact of being a paramedic because I'm kind of a bit scared of needles and blood. Yeah. So I was like, let's go find something else that, that is amazing because I want to be able to help people. Mm. And I want to be able to help people that have been through what I've been through or similar things to know that they're not alone and that it's okay. Yeah. And no problem that they go through is big or small. We all just have to have a voice. Mm. So, and I am very holistic like my mum is. So yeah. I think I just fell in love with it because it helped me so much in my life that I had to learn it yeah. and I had to share what I'd learned.
0: Yeah, that's it. Everyone. That's it. Because when you have those lived experiences, you obviously don't want other people to experience it, but you also want to share the tools and things that helped you as well, because you you actually understand the power of it. Yeah, like, I, I want definitely. everyone else to experience this.
1: Yeah, it's awesome because yeah. like I because like so many things that we use helpful but like this thing that i learned mm. it fucking helps yeah. it's amazing yeah because
0: i remember when i walked into the session the first thing i noticed was the smell of the room like yeah. it just smelled so good and fresh like the incense you were burning i was like ah oh. yeah was just like
1: relaxing like zen yeah i was like yes i <laughs> love that
0: yeah it's sick what life skills has kinesiology given you
1: life skills probably to not care about what other people think mm. the only opinion that matters is mine that we should not let our pain be our identity. We mm. choose the identity for us. Yeah. And it is, it is more than okay to go through painful situations because we learn from these things mm. and to not put my emotions to the side because they will come back. Yeah. And I don't want them to come back so I might as well just deal with them head on, mm. which is awesome.
0: Yeah. And create your own identity. Was that due to comparison or?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I think because I did lose a lot of myself prior to everything that I was going through mm. and through kinesiology i was able to have a purpose yeah and that's what i needed to keep going
0: mm, yeah because comparison is the theft of joy like me personally like i i'm not a mental of experience like my personal instagram like it used to be just full of things that were just it was literally just a comparison following like yeah. <laughs> every single person i followed i compared and like i always just sat there and thought like oh why do i feel like shit and it's because every single day i'm comparing myself to these different people yeah, and I different agree. things so what i did was i stopped using my personal instagram mental experience is the only thing because it's all about every, everyone and everything that I follow on there is all about like personal development, someone that I know personally that's doing awesome stuff or things that I can learn and get value from. I've seen just a change within myself from the content I consume.
1: That's what I do as well. I remember few weeks ago, I actually went through my followers mm. and I unfollowed people that made me into or that didn't make me happy or smile. Mm. So and ended up so much better because why – look at something when all you're going to do is feel insecure yeah you might as well look at something like because you, you're addicted to your phone so mm-hmm. you might as well have something there that makes you laugh that makes you smile and you learn lessons from
0: yeah. your life 100% like I agree. we are addicted. that oh, you can be addicted to yeah. your phone I was having this conversation with this dude that I am mastermind event yesterday and we're like how easy is it like if we're just saying we're in bed and the phone's in the bedroom and we're just going to the toilet like most of the time we're going to pick up the phone and take it with us. And it's know. just like, why do we need to take this <laughs> yeah, thing? <why>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what purpose does it serve us in the toilet? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. But it just shows like you got to be careful with what you're consuming, especially with like with your subconscious because it takes all information on as like literal. Definitely. It doesn't know if anything's joking. doesn't know if you're fucking around. doesn't know anything but this is information. I need to take this in so I can use it as output later on in life.
1: Yeah. And it's so cool because like with kinesiology – many things that actually affect us can be carried down from genes or can be something we pick up on a certain situation that's around us Yeah, that can affect us really heavily. Yeah. And it's awesome because we can un- like we can unpack those things yeah. in kinesiology and get rid of them so they don't affect us anymore.
0: Yeah, 100%. Especially like how – especially within the work that I'm doing now. I see a lot of generational trauma as well, That gets passed down through people. So I would love to see more kinesiology – in there for people who do suffer with Same, generational that's my trauma. goal
1: because like i am only 19 years old yeah. so i still have a lot to live and to achieve mm. but because a lot of it did impact me so much in my younger mm. years i am now rid of that and i want other people that are my age or younger to be able to do that as well because it will affect our romantic relationships mm. and our all other relationships if we don't put us up to it mm. and it's so important that we do fix this yeah we don't let it annoy us or hurt us anymore
0: that's it because it can hurt us and then when we're hurt we can hurt other people 100 percent. and like especially with relationships like um back in the past i was in a relationship and they just it wasn't healthy and i'm not going to play the victim i was not a great person at that time because of everything i was going through and there was just a lot of me projecting my hurt onto my partner at the time yeah as well but then um What shifted me from that was when I started doing work internally, like a lot of spiritual work per se as well, like more soul-fulfilling work. And I read a book called The Way of the Superior Men. Have you heard that book? Not yet. That book was just like the biggest eye-opener in my whole life. i read it. I listened to a sorry, audio book, and I was like, holy shit. And then because before I listened to that book, I always told myself I'm not going to be in a relationship until I'm in my 30s, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was in the victim mindset. That book taught me to get ownership in my life and become the man I want to be and how I want to show up in this world, not just for myself, but for the woman in my life. Yeah. And after I listened to that book, I ended up meeting my partner, now Rhiannon. And like that book came perfect time because when I met Rhiannon, I was like, this is perfect because she's a perfect person. And now our relationship is so beautiful because I once, before I got in the relationship, I put that in the work of it myself.
1: 100%. That's like with me as well. So like... I used to be scared of the word I love you mm. because I didn't really understand how my dad said he loved my mother when he left. Mm. So a lot of those things were carried on to me and with Kinesiology, I was able to to unpack those things and to figure out why it was still affecting me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now I can say that I love myself and that I love others because I'm not afraid of that word anymore. Mm. I know what it means to me yeah. or what it means to others.
0: Exactly. Like the only definition that matters is your own. 100%. Yeah. Like what? Could you tell us the importance, because I know specifically the importance of not just going to one session and never going again. Like, it's so important to have continuous sessions, like, it doesn't have to be every week, but staying up to date and checking in with yourself, because, you know, it's like going to the gym. You can go once, but you're not going to gain all this muscle from going once a month or once every so often.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, uh, personally, I think to see really big changes, Mm. you need to go at least three times. Yeah. Because usually we'll, we will unpack the first layer, which is the biggest and the heaviest. And then with those other ones, we will get three more layers. Yeah. And usually people do see changes after three. But I also kind of let the client decide when they want to come back. If they're feeling off, hmm. then they can book in a client. They know when they need to come back and see me. Yeah. And I'll leave them up to them.
0: Like they feel called to come.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because they will. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll need to see me to help them because nothing else. It's helping them, and they're sick of putting their issues to the side.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like um, I'm not sure. Do you have many males that you work with as well?
1: Yeah, I do actually. I've had a couple last week,
0: That's which awesome. is awesome. Yeah, love to hear that because yeah, men opening up, and being vulnerable too in this space would be could be life changing.
1: Definitely, and I think it's good that men do be vulnerable because there's so many things that that people are like are created to be in yeah. a society, and we need to fix those so that men and women can share their stories mm. and share how they're feeling so they can reach their full potential as well.
0: Yeah, 100%. And then obviously when men are healed and women are healed, it's just going to combine something beautiful. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Then they can be the person that they always wanted to be.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And be that nurturing or caring whatever person that they are lacking that yeah. they now are now able to achieve.
0: Like find what they believe is a weakness that they're trying to attach someone else into to fulfill. They can find that within themselves so they can feel whole rather than trying to feel, like, find other people to feel that. Definitely. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, what do you enjoy most about kinesiology?
1: I think it's more about like learning other people's stories yeah. and how it's impacted them differently to how it's impacted others. Hmm. Because so many things happen to our life can affect someone more than the other, hmm. but there's no need to compare it because it was still hurt yeah. in their individual way. And I think it's really cool because I'm able to to put together their life and to figure out where something did go really wrong and how it can go right. And being able to be there to help them to find yeah. themselves again is awesome. Yeah. I love it.
0: It is awesome. I love yeah. to hear that because everyone's hurt is relevant. 100%. And you can't, com- like when we were saying before comparing on social media, you can't compare trauma. No. You can't compare things that have happened in your life. Like, you know, like if I walk, if I stand up and boot me toe on the table by accident and, you know, break my little toe, I can't sit there and be like, oh, well, someone else has it worse. I can still feel pain in that moment and feel like, ah, oh, this hurts or anything in life, you know, like you can't compare trauma or pain.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And because like I do look, work with a lot of people that are older and they have so many layers yeah. because they've been carrying that since they were a child. So it's so important that because I am so young, I want to help people that are also my age because you don't want to end up like them and have so much trauma. And things that you need to work on, you, you need to be able to work on it now, yeah. So that when you do reach your 20s or 30s, you're living the best life, yeah. You have no more of these stigmas attached to these hurtful things that have happened to you in your life in these painful situations,
0: yeah. It's like, just it's like you know, when they say build good posture while you're young, because then when you get older, you know, you can have less problems physically and your movement and things like that, yeah. I agree, yeah. So, um, I remember we had a conversation not long ago about um, our experiences through meditation and things like that.
1: Yes, I remember. Yeah,
0: so did you want to run this through some of yours? Because I'm okay. very interested. All
1: right, so I had this story. So with my like my learning, mm-hmm. one of the days I was on the table, my beautiful Zoe, my spiritual mama, yeah. I kind of say like she was – so a little random story from there, but in a past life, mm-hmm. I was her mother and she was my child. Mm-hmm. So we really just had like this really close bond that I love. And on a certain day, she was working on me on the table And I was laying down like with my eyes closed in a really deep space. And I remember I opened my eyes like in my mind and I was at the beach. Mm. And I was like, and there was this little girl sitting on the sand. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, like who is this girl? Like I know her. So I like walked up to her and she was building a sandcastle. So I sat down next to her and I started joining in with her. Mm. And she looked at me and I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. That's my childhood version of me. And she hugged me. And as she hugged me, like all that warmth, all that joy, the person of me that I had that I'd forgotten about, that I put on the side because she had been through so much trauma, mm. she had came back to me. And that's what I needed. I needed to know that that my childhood self used her imagination. She didn't care, give a shit about what anybody thought about mm. her. She was able to find joy in things that, that were stupid, but yeah. it was awesome. awesome yeah. So when she hugged me, that part of me that was lost was found. Mm. And I needed that awakeness to know that she is important. Just because she did go through some hurt mm. doesn't mean that she needs to go away.
0: Yeah, exactly. doesn't mean she has to be put in the corner yeah. and forgotten the bell. Like that that inner child still needs to have love attached to it.
1: Yeah. And I make sure that I do connect to my childhood self. Mm. That's by going to the beach because I love the ocean. She did yeah. too. And like reading books. I love like fantasy books, like all those type of children ones because yeah. that's what I used to read as a young girl. Mm. And I make sure I do that every week so that i still have that connection to her yeah because i want to be the person i am today without her without her influences yeah. she got me to where i am today and i thank her for that
0: mm, that's powerful yeah because you know you gotta be thankful for the person that you were who brought you to you who are now definitely you still gotta love that person in the yep. past as well that inner child yeah yeah so how long have you been doing meditation for
1: well probably for since i got diagnosed with depression anxiety so yeah when I was in high school, so probably about grade eight. Mm. So I'm not sure how old I was then, but I would do it every night before I go to sleep Yeah, because my thoughts are always going crazy. Yeah. So that just helps me just to find peace within myself and just be zen. Yeah, yeah I do go to sleep.
0: Yeah, nice. Did you find it a struggle at first meditation?
1: 100% and I still do. <laughs> yeah, But I know that it's okay to have thoughts because mm. thoughts do come and go like the ocean waves. Yeah, So like they're not gonna be there forever. Mm. Just focus on your breath and they will disappear eventually.
0: Yeah, because I always thought... Like before, this is back in the day when I was trying to get into meditation, I thought it was all about getting all the thoughts to stop and just be there and breathe. And like now that I've found you go got to just sit, focus on your breath and also just observe the thoughts because then they'll end up just flowing out. And like not being harsh on yourself when the thought comes in, you just got to be like, all right, cool, I accept it and it'll flow back out.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: it's beautiful because now like I have struggles to sleep just due to thoughts. But once I started implementing meditation meditation, Like when I go to sleep, I actually fall asleep so much easier. And I found that out after our session, kinesiology, because I think I remember I messaged you and said like, I normally don't sleep like before like 10, 11 o'clock, probably 11 o'clock I usually don't sleep before. And after our session, I passed out like nine.
1: Yeah. and like That's how so many clients react to, because it's kind of like a way that we release it. So Hmm. people can either cry or they can like have a big sleep. It's just the way that they Hmm. go about and releasing whatever was there that no longer serves them.
0: Yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And also with um that, like after our session, I think the peace that I found within myself as well is what helped me sleep at night as well because the thoughts come and now I accept them. It's yeah. like, all right, cool, they flow out. And it's like a meditation in The sense as well, just observe everything. Yeah, I agree. Well, now I'll pass out. Like I used to take me like an hour and a half to fall asleep. And then ever since our session, it's been about 30 minutes. So it's awesome. It's been a big improvement. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, do you find that within yourself as well?
1: Definitely. I'm definitely able to fall asleep a lot quicker Yeah, just because I don't have so many thoughts being active yeah. and I'm yeah. able to find a calm sense of myself and be able to like stop playing what tomorrow is going to happen because today yeah. was a great day. Yeah. So tomorrow I can wait.
0: Yeah, tomorrow can wait. Yeah. Exactly right. Do you, um, have you ever been to like many retreats or events for like energy or spiritual or
1: not really. I yeah. have been like, I guess like retreats, like learning through my course was kind of a retreat yeah. because we were kind of working on ourselves while we were learning. Mm. But I do have a retreat coming up at the end of July. Yeah. So I also do massage therapy. Mm. So I'm about to learn a Kuna massage course. Yeah, cool. Which is going to be awesome because that's for a whole week at Kingkin. Mm. So we'll be learning massage while working on ourselves. And I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, cool. That so with kinesiology, can you do the massage and kinesiology is like a joint? Yeah, Every one session,
1: or we can do it separately. Yeah, whatever, whatever, anyone needs.
0: What's the benefits of doing them both?
1: The benefits is like so. Let's say there is some, some certain area that we can't release. Mm. I can then use massage, like physical touch, to release that certain area of your body that is holding tension. Mm. And massage as well is also a great way just to feel relaxed. Yeah, because there's so many things in our life that we don't like. When we're always so busy. We don't really relax. Mm. So massage is just a great way to relax and yeah, not have any more worries.
0: Yeah, and I think it is that physical touch as well, and I can definitely relate to that because, um, like, with me myself, I always feel this block and void to cry. When I was at this like retreat, it was like an eight-hour day, like um, like an energy internal journey type, masculine, feminine type day. And one exercise that we did, like, we closed down their eyes, and all the males in the room just had to like stand there separate from everyone, like probably like an hour, a meter and a half away from everyone. And the females just have to like walk around the room and show love how they usually show love, like as a rather like a sister or a mother. So like hold your hand, hands on shoulders or hug or anything like that. And the whole time I was just sitting there with my eyes closed like, oh, all right, cool. And as soon as someone touched me, I started crying. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, Like, <laughs> this is powerful. Like the yeah. power of just physical touch.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You do wonderful things.
0: Yeah, I can do a lot of wonderful things. Yeah, it can heal you. Yeah. For sure. What's your biggest lesson in life, would you say?
1: tough question my biggest lesson I think my biggest lesson in life would be to to not keep my feelings to myself mm. because that does not fix anything it's so important to get help and to voice how you're feeling because if you don't it will affect you yeah. and why yeah. cause that pain to yourself when you don't have to mm. there are so many things around you like your parents other things that can help yeah. And it's so important that we don't keep these things to ourselves because it will ruin us.
0: Hundred percent. If we store things it gets heavier. Yeah. Like that file and cabinet just keeps getting jammed yeah. and jammed and jammed and, and it will day, explode. <laughs> one day it's gonna like go bang. Yeah, literally. <laughs> to so you wanna you know, you wanna speak up. You just gotta imagine like open that file and cabinet, be like, all right, I'll speak about this and you know, unload that weight off your shoulders.
1: I agree, and I think the next biggest thing too is to to have happiness, mm. you need variety and you need ambitions. Mm. Like playing the same song on repeat, that your favourite song, it's going to be amazing to start with. You're going to play it, you're going to be dancing your heart out, singing your lungs off, yeah. but eventually this song's going to become boring mm. and when it comes on, you're going to want to skip it, you don't want to hear it. Yeah. And that there is similar life is, we need to change things up. Yes, it's okay to have a morning routine and a night routine, but throughout the day, yeah. if something does go unexpected, Embrace it. Yeah, it's okay to not have everything be planned out. Mm. Have that variety. We need that variety to have fun and to to achieve happiness. Mm.
0: Yeah, and go with the flow state.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I enjoy that analogy, like with the the song, and you skip it, and like uh, over time, like I'm probably going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. it. it's so true because you know things become repetitive. We lose interest in it. Yeah, we do. So we got to be able to keep new things like in relationships,
1: people can (laughs) lose interest if Mm. you don't go on dates and things like that. You need to keep that fun there. we need to keep that fun in our life as well
0: Mm. gotta keep that energy you know you gotta stay that commitment as well definitely yeah and
1: like ambitions we need to have goals to work towards Mm. because if we don't then what the hell are we doing with our life yeah we need small little things that we can go towards so once we achieve something like fuck yeah Yeah. i achieved this like be proud yeah Hundred. and then set the next goal so you you can eventually get to where your end goal is and Mm. you will
0: yeah and you do that like because um my event that I run in Brisbane, it's called Mastermind. And it's all about setting and achieving goals. So what we do is... Um, I want to go to that. Yeah, Sorry. you should come. It's, gonna, it's awesome. <laughs> so what you do is like, we, it's like you set 12 goals within 12 months, goals over lifetime, whatever. And then we have this four-week goal sheet and it's, you name five goals that you want to try and get a step closer to or achieved in the next four weeks. But there's no pressure on saying like you want a seven-figure business, like you don't have to... Have this by the end of the four weeks, but it's just strategies to implement to get closer. So we have the goals, then the commitments to those goals. And then we have week one, week two, week three, week four. I'm hoping this is making sense. That makes sense. It's just hard (laughs) without the actual paper in front of me. So, like, do do the goals and commitment. And then at the end of that week, we review all our commitments to that goal and what worked for us, what didn't work for us, what got us closer, what pushed us back. We use those lessons to take on for the next week. And then we review again. Just, you know, what did we learn? What pushes back? What pushes forward? And it's just every week trying to get closer to your goals and that accountability as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think it's great to have that ambition in life, that drive. Yeah, that will like just to keep going. That will to keep going, exactly yeah. right. And being around a good network of people. Yeah, find this surrounding yourself
1: around people that are like minded mm. is so important. Yeah. Like now, my, like these days, all my friends are way older than me, and that's yeah. okay because they're more like minded. Yeah. Like today, I had yoga. And after yoga, I sat with, like, people that are above 30, just yeah. having the best time, like, having some coffee. That's sick. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. In you want to be in environments where you're going to grow as well and you feel accepted and just feel like yourself.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And you want people that will build you up, not build you down. Mm. That's,
0: that's it, really though. important. Because some people can project their insecurities on you and that's when they bring you down, especially when you have ambitions and goals as well in life. You know, some okay. people can, well, they bring you down. So it's good to be in that environment of people that are just going to uplift Definitely. Yeah.
1: Like I had so many small goals to get to my business mm. and that's awesome. So like my first goal was just creating a name. Yeah. And that took so long. Yeah. And like so many things I wanted were taken. That was okay. That's why I ended up putting like the Z yeah. on the end of souls because souls was taken. Yeah. But I like the Z because it makes me unique and I am unique. My name's Rakyle. Like yeah. what's different? Like that's so different. <laughs> like embrace that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: So where did the actual name come from? Coastal Souls. How well, do you-
1: Coastal because I yeah. love the beach. Yeah. Every single day. Today I was at the beach. Yeah. The beach is my place. It's where I go to get grounded. I just, I love it. Mm. I'm super connected to it. So I, and I live on the sunny coast. Mm. I was like coastal yeah, because that pretty much shows who I am. I love yeah. the beach and the beach is so awesome to me. Mm. And nature and things like that mm. isn't so important to other people. And then souls because a lot to what we do, like what uh, a lot to what I work on is to do with our souls. Mm. So... With the theology, it's to do with our inner self, mm. which is to do with our soul. So allowed yeah. us just to work on those things.
0: Yeah, well, I love that. Yeah. Whole meaning behind the name. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, What and or who makes you feel inspired?
1: All right. So I have a few people. First one's my mum. Mm. Shout out to your mum. Yeah, shout out to my mum. Go mumsy. <laughs> so when my dad had the affair, uh, me and my mum moved out because my sister moved out a long time ago. So just me and her. And it was amazing because we had everything that we wanted mm. and everything was taken away from us. Yeah. And the fact that she was working three jobs to support us and eight months later, she built a house and met this amazing partner. Wow. Show me that, like, holy shit, my mom is a fucking legend. Like, say this
0: again, shout to your mom. Yeah,
1: literally like, <laughs> go mom, what a weapon. Yeah. And I think too, because when she was going through what she was feeling with my dad, there was a part to where I had to be the mother and she was the child so i had to nurture her and that was awesome because it made me realize how much she actually does for me and i take it for granted yeah. so now i know what she does mm. and i can be open to that and i can give that back to her because mothers do need that mm. mothers are givers and it's so important that we do give back to them because they're doing a fucking awesome job
0: yeah show them that yeah, and we appreciate the work that they're doing we're grateful yeah, i agree yeah it's wow. awesome so do you have anything um else that inspired you yeah. in
1: life. I also have this another person. Mm. Her name is Nightbird.
0: Yeah, nice. So
1: she was someone that auditioned for uh World's Britain talent. Oh, and cool. but she was actually diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And I thought she's no longer with us. Oh. But she inspired the world amazingly. She showed that pain, suffering and happiness can all coexist. Mm. Because they can. We cannot let our pain shape who we are. And she there showed that and just like her songs that she wrote are amazing and I want people to to know these and to look at these because Mm. they swept me off my feet and she gives me goosebumps when I think of her
0: yeah well yeah that's amazing yeah so is that why you're really connected with music as well because I think you said before is one of the things that help you through life
1: yeah I agree definitely music is a lot is a big way for me just to to, like, change my, my emotions to being happy or to being sad. Mm. And it just allows me just to sit with myself. Like, this morning, like, driving here, yeah. I was, like, freaking jamming music off, like, singing my heart out, <laughs> just feel relaxed, being happy. Getting that energy flow. Yep.
0: Yeah, nice. What type of music do you listen to?
1: Anything. Like, I can, yeah. l- like, listen to a yeah. relaxing music, rap, yeah. like, country, you yeah. name it, I'll listen to it. I don't mind. I like yeah. anything.
0: That's, like, my um, – because I have, like, on Spotify, it's on repeat – And it's, like, it's so, like, intense, like, the different types of music that, like, one will be, like, a whole, like, indie rock song. The next is, like, a heavy rap song. And it's just, like, yeah. It's a wild playlist, but it gets me through whatever I'm going through. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) A little wild ride.
0: Wild ride. Exactly right. Do you have any advice for people that are interested in kinesiology?
1: I think if you're interested in this, go check it out. Hmm. It's amazing. Definitely have an open mind to it because – there are things that you will find or you will do that that is different, mm. and that's okay. So, for example, kind of a little bit creepy, but not really. But uh I see ghosts, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. It's just how spirits contact me, and that's okay. Yeah. I used to be afraid of them, mm. but they are here to help me, and they give me messages that that I can share to clients and things like that. Yeah, because like yes, they may be struggling or something has happened that that they passed away so quickly, mm. and they share the wisdom with me so that I can share it with the world. Mm. And I think that's cool. Wow. So I think just be really open-minded to what to what happens.
0: Yeah. How long have you seen ghosts for?
1: Since I was a child. Mm. <laughs> I had like a best friend that was a ghost. Yeah, wow. Yeah.
0: And when did you become accepting of?
1: I think recently. Yeah. I think a lot of it I was scared to begin with because I was like, what is this energy? Like, yeah. why is it here? Mm. It used to scare me, but now I've embraced it. Yeah. So I either, like, ask if it has something that needs to tell me. If it not, then please leave. Like, there's no purpose for you to be here. I see your presence and yeah. I appreciate it. And thank you for being here, but it's time for you to leave.
0: Did you have to learn skills to cope with that as yeah. well? Yeah,
1: and I learned that through kinesiology.
0: Kinesiology. Yeah, yeah well, that's the power of kinesiology. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, what about people that want to get into the field and become a kinesiologist as well? Is there any advice around that?
1: Well... There are, so you can either do a Cert 3 or you can do a Diploma. I've just done a Cert 3, so you can do a Diploma, but I wanted to add things to this tool belt as well to make Mm. it my own. So Kinesiology is amazing, but I really do think that you should learn other different modalities and things like that to create your own, Mm. so you're not just like copying someone else Yeah. because you want to have your own feel to it and your own kind of inspiration from it to create it, to make it your own.
0: Well, you want to have your own personality attached Definitely, to yeah. it. Like when you run your own business, you want it to be you.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. don't want to be just doing kinesiology because you like it. You want to make it something that you can share with the world, something that has your, like your personality too.
0: And experience as yeah. well in general. I agree. Yeah, that's sick. Um, is there a certain trait that is important for being a kinesiologist?
1: I think the biggest trait is not taking on people's emotions. Mm. Because that's something I did do. Yeah. When I first started working with clients, mm-hmm. because I'm someone that that loves to help, and I feel like I can help everyone, and I know yeah. that I can't, mm-hmm. and I've learnt that. So I definitely think that like you just set your attention, mm-hmm. and make sure that your attention is there, so that nothing that they're feeling comes onto you. Yeah. So every morning before I have a client, I'll be like, today I'm going to stay in my energy, mm-hmm. and I'm only going to provide for my overflow. Yeah. Which allows me to my emotions not to get infected. Mm-hmm. and I that little safe bubble around myself so hmm. i don't carry on other people's emotions that's and awesome i keep my energy high
0: i'm glad you know that because when i started working in the mental health field um i was very fortunate right away i had a mentor within the field he was my team leader at the time shout out to travis but he was he said the exact same thing to me he's like the day you start taking other people's problems home is the day you're going to have problems in your life that's going to overwhelm you it's yeah. going to make you feel stuck and you know you're not going to be here for long so he mentored me and how to actually cope with all that as well and i feel like that's why i've had such a good career because i've actually been able to detach so like eight like eight to failure. thirty I'm, I'm all in like before and after that like that's me time and i make sure that's for me and i don't have anything else on my mind like i still feel like compassionate and empathy for people but i won't let that become like an emotional toll on me definitely so like me myself i have my own routines as well like i have a breath work that i do most of the time i bring like a different shirt to work to like even when i get to like finish work i put on a different shirt just like just these makes you feel good yeah like these little habits yeah it does and it's like these little habits that i do i'm like all right work shirts off casual shirts on no matter work like mentally it's like that switch as well
1: so yeah like today and like grounding is so important too like today i went to the beach and i just swam in the water because it's a great way to cleanse yourself that Mm. of things that no longer serve you Mm. so find things as well when you are helping people you do choose the health to make sure that you do ground yourself so that you yeah. do not take on people's emotions it's so important that you do
0: yeah you still gotta do things for you as well yeah you still got to enjoy your life as well even though you're helping other people and you may have a partner or family like you still gotta do things for you like even today on my lunch break <laughs> I like i always have a basketball in my car yeah it's like i'm a lunch break I'm like instead of sitting around scrolling on my phone i'm just gonna shoot some hoops <laughs> i That's went down to awesome. the basketball court and just ran around for 40 minutes and it was like the best recharge ever because yeah. i got back to work and i was psyched i'm like yes got the podcast tonight i was so keen that's so good yeah but yeah it's so important doing things for yourself i know you were saying before that you love books so i'd love some recommendations maybe top three or if there's too many
1: okay because I, I don't really read many like i guess things for your like a lifestyle yeah but if i have to recommend some fantasy crime ones mm. I've actually just finished reading this book called Apples Don't Fall of Trees. Hmm. It's kind of like a crime book. Yeah. And it's awesome because the end of it's twisted. So I recommend that book. That book's awesome, as well as Harry Potter's. I love yeah. Harry <laughs> Potter's. <laughs> I know a little bit of a thing for that. Yeah. And what else? Oh, and I'm the classic for Romeo and Juliet. I don't know why, but I love that story.
0: Yeah, with Shakespeare. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am um, Harry Potter. I don't think i first watch Harry Potter till I was like, 20 and really? everyone no used to always <laughs> think that was weird because i'm english like how have you not watched harry potter but i don't know now when i watched it i was like how have i never watched this <laughs> yeah was like, this is that's sick. crazy yeah nah, because yeah.
1: like i read all the books first before i watched it
0: yeah, yeah i've heard the books are good i'll have to um get into that because books is something that i'm like and i like I love it them.
1: too because it allows me to like imagine the characters yeah and that's something i have to do as a child allows me to connect to my childhood self because i'm imagining these characters and like the settings of the things mm. and it's awesome just to get my mind off something that i'm thinking about the day mm. so i'm thinking about these characters
0: creating this world yeah like because right now i'm reading my first fiction book called the alchemist i've read it oh really it's <laughs> so good <laughs> it is so good yeah, i'm like it is halfway through it and i'm just like being able to put this story in my head and also the meaning and everything behind the story is awesome but actually like visualizing this whole story it's like it's sick. Like, when I, like, I want to get home tonight and read even more. Yeah. Like, because I, I have, like, a rule. I have to read 10 pages or listen to 30 minutes of a book every yeah. day. With The Alchemist, I'm doing, like, 30 pages a day just I know. flying through it. It's
1: hard to, like, put it down, like, when <laughs> it gets so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, There's like, um. yeah, is he's, he's a very, very good author. Yeah. Yeah. So do you read many – Um. Oh, I mean, not read. Do you listen to books as well?
1: Sometimes, but yeah. not really. I'm more Love of a person reading. that likes to read.
0: Yeah, lovely. Do you have any additional things you like to add to our body?
1: I think if you're listening to this right now, it is time for you to change something in your life. Hmm. Pain doesn't have to be our identity. Hmm. It is it is okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay this way. Hmm. And you have that choice to bring change. And there are so many awesome things around you that are here. Hmm. So please reach out because we want to help you get to your full potential. Do not let your childhood trauma affect you in the future. Hmm.
0: Wow. Yes. And I, um, and you saying that too, like I couldn't recommend Kinesiology and Coastal Souls enough for that yeah. as well. So thank you. Thank you for coming on. Where Thanks can for having me. everyone find you?
1: Okay. So you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. So that's just Coastal Souls. So C-O-A-S-T-A-L-S-O-U-L-Z. Or you can find me on my, na- my main, which is just Rekai Peters, spelled R-E-K-I-A-H-P p-e-t-e-r-s
0: yeah we can i'll chuckle that in the bio anyway in case right. p- people can't find it you can just click the links for it but i appreciate you coming on thank you I've, for having um, me i know a lot more about kinesiology now so we just <laughs> don't like for over on next session
1: same looking cool. forward to next thursday
0: cool thank you and um yeah if you listen to this check out what rikai does um, leave a review and share it around see you later
1: see ya